Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, a mystical sci-fi police force, interdimensional demons, psionic powers, cybernetic limbs, cherry-picked stories, and new manga releases. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 423, Silent Mobius. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sparkin' Manga Review. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? How are all of you doing out there? I want to say what's up to all my society members. Hope all of you are doing awesome and hope hope you're excited for another fun-filled episode. And before I forget, if you're coming here the first time, welcome. Spirekin, or some podcast and vain reviews about connectedly enhanced narratives, is a podcast that's been going on since 2008 where we talk about different geeky topics and we provide informative reviews about the various subjects that we talk about from manga, television shows, movies, video games, comic books, board games, and other nerdy topics. And since it's the manga review, obviously we're talking about manga. I tell you how the art style is, the overarching plot, the characters, the production quality, and most importantly, if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything I my co-host say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, iTunes, Apple Music, and various other social media sites, just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N in the search browser of your choice, and I guarantee you'll find us one way or the other. Also, remember to like and subscribe to this podcast, and if you want to help us create more fun new content for you to join, support our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Spirekin, or patreon.podbean.com forward slash Spirekin, where we have lots of fun rewards for you to enjoy, and some very exclusive podcasts, videos, and other content that is just for people who've joined the Patreon. So now that that chilling is out of the way, let's actually get to it, because if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, The Wheel of Manga, and it dictated be there viewing a manga that was written by Kaya Asamiya, the creator of Steam Detectives and uh, Martian successor Nadesco. So yes, you can guess the genre is sci-fi, but there's also a little bit of, well, psionics in this. Uh, this was... Published by Fujin Shobo, but released over here originally by Udon Entertainment and also Viz Media. Currently, I think the license is in limbo, so the version I read is actually, well, fun fact, the the version of this I read was actually comic books. Yes, loose single comic books for this. I got it at a convention a couple years back, but again, I digress. Um, This is a shonen series that originally ran 1989 to 1999 with 12 volumes. And the name of this unique sci-fi series is Silent Mobius. Yes, very, very influential and old school sci-fi series that was inspired by Blade Runner and has a little bit of Demon City Shinjuku in this. And to explain Silent Mobius, it goes like this. In the far distant year of 1999... Gilgif Licker, aided by the Magician's Guild, set into motion a plan to open a gate between Earth and the world of Nemesis. Now, Nemesis is an alternate world on the other side of the universe, and the idea that they opened this gate was they were going to exchange Earth's polluted air and water with clean air and water from Nemesis. However, when they tried doing this, one of the members of the Magician's Guild, Gilgif's old apprentice, Genosa Maximilian sabotaged the plan, opened the gate early, and ended up causing a huge explosion and releasing, instead of clean water and air, a bunch of denizens from the planet of Nemesis. 
And while most of them are not evil, the ones that came through are all evil, horrific monsters that have become known as Lucifer Hawks. And there's actually three different types of Lucifer Hawks. There's the Category 1s, who are the most powerful. They are like lords on Nemesis. They can speak, they have independent thought, and they're very charismatic and they have a human form. Category 2s, they're kind of intelligent and they can kind of speak but they're still like subservient. And then category three are just your generic monsters. And they are now invading Earth. This has caused tons of problems. And now, uh, unfortunately, because of this, Gelgif and the Magician's Guild battled the invasion for years. And he died in 2006. And most of the rest of the guild were killed off one at a time. Now in 2023, which is coming soon in two years. Anyway, uh, Rally Chennai felt responsible for the growing attacks on innocent humans by the Lucifer Hawks. And the crazy part is that Rally, she is mixed heritage. Uh, she is the daughter of a Magician's Guild member and a person from Nemesis. So she has mystical abilities. And she created an organization to combat the Lucifer's Guild that works under the police. And yes, this is sounding very similar to certain other series where you have, we're going to work under the police and have our own section. And yes, this is like section 13 or section 6. But this is the AMP, the either Advanced Mystification Police or the Attacked Mystification Police, whose sole purpose is to stop the invasion of Lucifer Hawks and combat them. And the group is set with numerous characters that are introduced over time. Now, this causes a slight problem because the U.S. release that we got from Viz is not like this. Getting into a little manga release history, in the late 1980s and 90s, when mangas were first released in the United States, unless it was a major hit series that they'd released chronologically, they would generally release series in story arcs. So you'd get, say, a Great example is You're Under Arrest, an amazing series that was written by the creator of Oh My Goddess. When they released it over here, it was released as You're Under Arrest Pursuit 1 and 2. Pursuit 1 just threw you into like volume 36 of the manga series, and you're supposed to know the main characters. It just shows a incident that occurs. In the original Oh My Goddess uh, release in the U.S., Oh My Goddess, the first volume, it has chapter 1 of the series, and then it jumps ahead to chapter volume three because it introduces Erd, one of the most popular characters and they introduce her in the first volume to bring her up to date they do the kind of the same thing in this release where in the u.s release so the series starts off in 2023 but the u.s release is in 2026 it's three years after the series started so the majority of the cast has been introduced already and actually opens up like a film where it says um, it shows, so oh, we're being attacked by evil Lucifer Hawks. Who's going to stop them? Uh, Silent Mobius, starring, and that shows all the characters that are in there. We have Rally Chani, who is the founder and chief of the AMP. We have Katsumi Licker, who is the main character, because she's the main weapon against the Lucifer Hawks of Nemesis. She has psychic abilities, and she just has superpowers. Her father is the one who led against the Magician's Guild, so she has magic abilities and some sci-fi tech. You have um, Mana Izozaki, who's a, a sorcerer, and she's like the section chief. We have uh, Lebia Maverick, who is the AMP second-in-command. Then we have Kitty, Kitty Fennel, who is the strongest out of all of them, but her whole deal is she's actually a cyborg, which you don't find out until later on, and 
this you're kind of just revealed to it in her story it goes into her revealing that she's a cyborg and she's talking about her boyfriend which apparently they had like a three-year arc before they hooked up in this one their boyfriend and girlfriend immediately uh, other character is nami yamaguro who is the shinto prince priestess who has mystic abilities and her sister wasn't able to inherit the shinto ability so she does it's a whole thing However, as this release goes, it focuses on each character and they get their spotlight. After that first sentence showing the characters, the first story, which is four chapters, it just focuses on an adventure with Katsumi Liquor as the main character. The second story arc, which is four chapters, focuses on Nami Yamaguro and her story a little bit. So it's introducing the characters that way where they get their own sequence explaining what's going on, but it's not chronologically in order and there are things that happen that don't really make sense. Like one of the things is the third chapter is about Kitty Fennel. Now Kitty, like I said, is a cyborg and it goes into how she lost her arm and she has this person that she's been hunting down trying to stop. Like he's the reason why she has a messed up arm. It gets into her motivation behind that, but also deals with her boyfriend, Ralph Boomers. I know, haha, Boomers reference to cyberpunk and also reference to bubblegum prices but i digress so it talks about her neglecting her boyfriend a character that it took four years for them to hook up with so it's skipping all over the place and there's another one which deals with uh, katsumi getting a hold of gross Pulliner, which is the sword emperor king of swords that belonged to her father and it's a huge deal her getting it and this is the first thing that happens in the first story arc is her getting this superpower so it's like you skipped all of that just for this hmm i wonder why you would do that huh so overall the narrative while very intriguing and engaging because you have this sci-fi concept intermingled with a little bit of psionics and fantasy and a bit of you could say they're demons you could say they're interdimensional beings but you have this whole fight sequence very cool and engaging but it's a complete jumbled mess because the release was terrible hopefully if we ever get this again we get a good release because honestly the story overall is very cool it's just a jumbled mess though you have that release then let's get into the art design well first off this manga is in color and it is left to right, not right to left. This was released as an actual comic book, not a manga. So there are several chapters of this. So each one is in color, it is right to left, and it feels very much like the Dark Horse release of Ghosts in the Shell. It is, in, it is very vibrant, you have the big hair, it looks very similar in the art quality, which is weird because Kia Asamiya has a very unique style that I've grown to love. I love her steampunk design. I love her design from Nadesco. It just, it feels really weird seeing it here because it just felt like she was copying Ghost in the Shell, which felt strange. It was very jumbled, a lot of science fiction elements to it, high rises, a lot of tech. Um, but then you have these mystical elements like the different designs for the Lucifer Hawks, very organic, and it should have meshed really well, but it felt very strange. It didn't really connect with me. I don't know why. It's just something about it was off. Like, this would have been really cool when it first came out, but it feels like it's antiquated, and more importantly than that, it just, it's not hitting the same as it could have been. The thing is, this feels like it didn't age well. And it's a shame because, like I said, I love Kiyasamiya's story and I love her concepts. Just this 
this one just didn't age well. It doesn't feel right. It just looks weird and... Like, you compare this to Bubblegum Prices, you compare this to Dark Angel, you compare this to Compiler, Ghost in the Shell, very similar, but just... This one just feels pale in comparison to the rest. I don't know. Maybe it just it feels like a copycat, that's why. The characters themselves, each one is very varied, but you can't really get to know them that well. I mean, yes, you have a story that is centralized upon them where it's like, yes, this is Mana, and we're going to go about Mana's issue, how she became section chief, and here's Rally, and Rally's that she's the half-human, half-Lucifer Hawk founder of the AMP and how it works. And then we have Nami, and Nami's very tragic story about her sister, who was supposed to become the next Shinto priest, but she wasn't able to do it, so now it's Nami's position to become this, and if she fails, she's going to die. And that's compelling and engaging, but it doesn't, it feels so crammed together that it's hard to focus. An ensemble cast story works when it flows really well, when you have a great gel to it. Think about a series like Bakano, like Durarara. It gels because it, it bounces from place to place, but there's an organic connection to it. This doesn't feel like that. This feels all over the place and not in a good way. And I don't know. I just, it was hitting me wrong. And I should really be loving this because I love old school sci-fi. But this one just was not doing it for me. Uh, like I said, the production quality, these are actual comic books, physical comic books. I'm shaking it right now. It's a comic book. And it's cool to see him as a comic book. But overall, this was not worth it. It really wasn't. Um, I've seen the actual Tankoban for this, the U.S. release. And it's okay. Not great. It's just, if it was released in order, I'd appreciate it more. Not this whole, let's just make up a, an order for it. It just feels weird. Maybe I've been spoiled too much by the recent of, we're going to release this in chronological order. Maybe that's why. Not So, overall, after all of this, all the elements, all the unique characters, all the design work, and even taking into account my bias because it's Kia Asamiya, I have to give Silent Mobius a gift from your crazy Aunt Muriel. It's okay. There's some very cool elements, but the fact it's jumbled, the fact that it feels very repetitious and very derivative of Ghost in the Shell makes it really forgettable. I couldn't get into it as much as I could have. Usually I would devour one of these mangas. This one, I was going through the comics. I was like, why did I even buy this? That's what I really thought. So when I was younger, I would have thought this was the best thing ever, but just it didn't age well in opinion. So this is okay, but it's forgettable in the long run. If you've read Silent Mobius and you disagree with me, let me know what your thoughts are. Email me personally at zanatspirekin.com. What am I missing from this? Did I read this wrong? Is the actual release in Japanese this style? Let me know. Anyway, I hope you guys have been enjoying the review. I hope you had a fun with it. I love doing these reviews even when I read bad ones, I've got to say. It's still great being able to impart knowledge to you guys. And I will be doing this as long as I can, even when I'm an old man. And... Remember, you can check out any early episodes at www.spirekin.com or check them out on youtube.com slash spirekin. You can email me personally at zan, that's X-A-N, at spirekin.com or tweet me at spirekin or you can Instagram me and tag me at spirekin on Instagram. Also, 
fun, really cool thing. I'm going to be releasing some really cool panels for Anime Lockdown. I'm going to be doing a horror panel. We're going to be talking about some very cool things. And I think that's enough shilling. So let's actually get to the manga releases for the week. This came out June 22nd, and we have 70 titles. 70. Holy shit. So let's get to it. So this week, what was released was... A Certain Scientific Railgun, Astro Buddy, Volume 4. A Sister's All You Need, Volume 10, The Light Novel. A Terrified Teacher at Ghoul School, Volume 10, The Manga. After School Bitchcraft, Volume 2. Bake Manogatari, The Manga. Blood on the Tracks, Volume 6. Boarding School Juliet, Volume 15. Bofuri, I Don't Want to Get Hurt So I'll Max Out My Defense, Volume 2, The Light Novel. Bungo Stray Dogs, Volume 19, The Manga. Cardcaptor Sakura Collector's Edition, Volume 8, The Manga. Cells at Work Baby, Volume 2. Classroom of the Elite, Light Novel, Volume 8. Days on FES, Volume 2. Dear Norman, Volume 2. Death March to the Parallel World Rhapsody, Volume 14, The Light Novel. Defrag, Volume 15, The Manga. Drugstore in Another World, The Slow Life of a Cheat Pharmacist, The Manga, Volume 2. Farewell to My Altar, Volume 2. Glepnir, Volume 9, The Manga. Goblin Slayer Side Story 2, Daikatana, Volume 2, The Light Novel. Grand Blue Dreaming, Volume 13. Heterogenea Linguistico, Volume 3. Horamiya, Volume 15. I Cannot Reach You, the Volume 2. In Another World with My Smartphone, Volume 2, The Manga. Interspecies Reviewers, Volume 5. Kagaguru Twin, Volume 10. Konosuba, God's Blessing on This Wonderful World, Volume 14, The Light Novel. Kyle's Little Sister, The Manga. Love in Heart, Volume 2. Love in Lies, Volume 10. Love at 14, Volume 10, Magical Girl, Psyop, Asuka, Volume 11, Maruko-chan, Volume 3, My Youth Romantic Comedy as Wrong as I Expected, at Comic, Volume 15, The Manga, No Matter How I Look at It, It's You Guys' Fault, I'm Not Popular, Volume 18, Pandora in the Crimson Shell, Ghostern, Volume 14, Play a Cool Guys, Volume 2, ReZero, Starting Life in Another World, Volume 16, The Light Novel, Roll Over and Die, I Will Fight for an Ordinary Life with My Love and Cursed Sword, The Manga, Volume 2 and Volume 3, Sadako-san and Sadako-chan, The Manga, which I'm excited to talk about, Sorazamai, The Official Manga Anthology, Slasher Maidens, Volume 3, Solo Leveling, Volume 2, Sorry for My Familiar, Volume 8, Strawberry Fields, Once Again, Volume 3, Suppose a Kid from the Last Dungeon Boonies Moved to a Starter Town, The Manga, Volume 4, Suppose a Kid from the Last Dungeon Boonies Moved to a Starter Town, Volume 6, The Light Novel, Sword Art Online, The Light Novel, Sword Art Online, Alternative Gun Gale Online, Volume 9, The Light Novel, Sword Art Online, Project Alization, Volume 3, The Manga, That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime, Volume 11, The Light Novel, the Daily Lives of High School Boys, Volume 6, The Manga. The Detective is Already Dead, Volume 1. The Greatest Human Lord is Reborn as a Typical Nobody, Volume 6, The Light Novel. The Hero is Overpowered but Overly Cautious, Volume 3, The Manga. The Honor Student at Magical High School, Volume 11. The Intuition of Haruhi Susumiya, The Light Novel. The Maid I Hired Recently is Mysterious, Volume 1. The Miracles of the Namiya General Store, The Manga. The Vampire and His Pleasant Companions, Volume 3. The Whole of Humanity Has Gone Yuri Except for Me, the manga. The Witch and the Beast, Volume 5. To Save the World, Can You Wake Up the Morning After with a Demi-Human, Volume 3, the manga. Trinity 7, Volume 23. W-I-T-C-H, The Graphic Novel, Part 8, Teach 2-B-W-I-T-C-H, Volume 2, the manga. Whisper Me a Love Song, Volume 3. And Your Name, the Official Visual Guide, the manga. Whew, that's a long list. And I gotta say, the ones that I am excited for, besides the Your Name Visual Guide, are Intuition of Haruhi Susumiya, 
the greatest demon lord reborn, the detective is already dead. And the other standout is definitely Sadako-san and Sadako-chan, because that is such a fun manga about such a weird situation. It's seeing Sadako freaking out like, how do I get online? Why am I not scary to you? Why is my curse not working on you? The confusion is real. But I guess that's it for this episode. I hope you guys have been enjoying it. As usual, I am your Hosan, and... Actually, there is one part we should get to, the part that you've all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. What I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the 10 slots. What we're going to do is we're going to spin that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. Cool. Whatever number it lands on, the manga that's on that number is the one I review in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 424. And I'm excited because we've got some great titles on here and some old school titles. So let us spin and see what we're going to review, shall we? Number three. Wow. One I've been waiting to do a while. Um, we're going to be going on that crazy ruckus because we're going to be talking about Bakano, the manga. Not the light novel series, the manga. So that should be a little bit fun. I'm excited to talk about that. Remember, if you want to hear manga news, we'll be releasing that tomorrow in our Spark and Manga News podcast. It's a lot easier than having it in the episode, keeping the reviews and the news separately. But... Anyway, hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I love doing this. I'm going to keep doing this as long as I can. As usual, I am your Hosan. I'm Gonsville. I'll catch you guys next time. And keep reading manga. See you guys later.